Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 live from san francisco on the sports byline broadcasting network you are listening to wrestling observer live with your hosts brian alvarez and mike sempervivi Let's get it on. Let's get it on. My name is Mike Sempervivi, and I'll be with you for the next hour talking professional wrestling and mixed martial arts. That's something we do every single day, seven days a week here. And however you're joining me today, tune in iHeart, American Forces Radio, over-the-air affiliates like the Mightier 1090, SportsByline.com, SiriusXM, or via podcast, or even streaming video at Twitch.tv or on our YouTube page. I just want to say thank you. As always, i got a lot of news to get into today. And as always, when I'm here solo, we have some sort of technical difficulty. Either Xfinity's entire service for the area goes out, or there's a glitch here, glitch there. Apparently the glitch right now is the camera is not working. I will take care of that during break for all of the Twitch homies out there who are watching that way. But as I mentioned, a ton of stuff to get into. AEW rating from Wednesday night, another biggin'. Over a million viewers and more than that, consistent viewers throughout the episode. I'll let you know what the highs and lows were. Speaking of AEW, got the latest from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, which Dave Meltzer posted up on the website early this morning. A little bit of news extra on CM Punk and Brian Danielson's status. I'll let you know what he had to say about both guys. Got Game Changer Wrestling running their two-day homecoming this weekend. Will Kenny Omega show up there? Don Callis did put Nick Gage's name in his mouth during Slammiversary, and we know Gage is going to be on his way to Texas this Wednesday to face off against Chris Jericho. Take a look at what they have on tap. New Japan's Wrestle Grand Slam is coming up early Sunday morning here in the States. Never has a Tokyo Dome felt like less of an event, and it's all for circumstances that are outside of New Japan's control. We'll give you the latest on Kota Ibushi, who's supposed to be facing Shingo Takagi in the main event as well as running down the rest of the card. We also have the first announced match for NXT TakeOver 36, and it's a rematch of one of 2020's best matches. Plus, Velveteen Dream had the grand opening and closing of his indie career in the span of two hours yesterday. Kira Hogan leaves Impact. Braun Strowman may return to WWE, and so much more. We'll get it started back from break. Wrestling Observer Live. When it's
It's a warm day and your car's AC is blowing hot air. You need some relief. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and talk to our professional parts people about AC Pro refrigerant recharge kits for your vehicle. Buy now and you'll get a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate. Keep cool this summer with AC Pro refrigerant at O'Reilly Auto Parts. In store or at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hi, Tom Bodet for Motel 6, leaving the light on for Meemaw and Peepaw and all the other maws and paws visiting the close to 4 million grandbabies born last year who've only seen you on a laptop. For all the bubbies, nanas, and papas ready to finally get your arms around those little loves, Motel 6 offers clean, comfortable rooms at a great low rate. We'll even call you Giga if you want. I'm Tom Bobo Bodet for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800 306 1760. 800 306 1760. That's 800 306 Back to the show. Mike Semper VV here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. I actually don't know where Brian is, to be honest with you. I think he's on the road with his family right now. Don't worry, though. He's going to be back on Sunday with me to get into everything that's taking place this weekend. He'll also be back a little bit later on today for subscribers of our F4W video stream at twitch.tv as well as YouTube, Lance Storm. Figure four daily with him as they do every single Friday. I believe he's going to be ready for that. And we always do this show, though. We always come back. We're always doing this show seven days a week, but we only do it for an hour at a time. But if you want me 24 hours, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at SemperVivi. 
Sports Byline at Sports Byline F4W or WON F4W for all the news you need in professional wrestling and mixed martial arts and at Mid Atlantic Pod if you just want warm and fuzzy wrestling memories. As I vamp for a little bit here, waiting for my computer to come back up, I can tell you that at about 13 minutes past the hour, 32 years ago, I was on my way to the Baltimore Arena to go see the Great American Bash 1989, one of the greatest wrestling pay-per-views of all time. Some people will call it the best. As time has gone on, I don't believe it is, but for a long time, I would have sworn that it was, and as a a 13-year-old kid going to that show, it was awesome, and we've had some health scares in the last... uh, Really, a couple of, couple of weeks with Terry Funk and in the last couple of years with Ric Flair. But their match on that show was incredible. And even more than the match that they had, the six-and-a-half-minute post-match brawl, which kept going, which also featured Sting and the Great Muda, and probably made Great Muda uh, as much of a star in this country, a lifetime star in this country, as almost anything else he ever did, was just absolutely awesome. So... Uh, it's been a long time man god i'm getting old 32 years it's just absolutely amazing but yeah that's actually available on the wwe network as well and hey maybe i spoke too soon about them maybe by SummerSlam, they may actually get a majority of the things up that they had on the wwe network they're slowly adding things they're they're rolling in mid-south mid-atlantic a lot of the stuff that was up on the network is slowly making its way up so that's actually a, a good thing uh oh i got got a little bit of of news here and uh i I don't want you to to say that i'm reporting this because i'm not but what you can say by listening to this show is that if it does get reported somewhere else a little bit later on uh you can say that maybe you heard it here first uh canyon seaman maybe out of wwe the senior executive vice president of talent relations the thing with that, though, is we heard this three weeks ago. In fact, it may have been three weeks ago on uh, on a Friday, in fact, where we heard the Canyon Seaman may be going. But uh, I guess that's something to keep an eye on as the day develops. If they are going to cut somebody, uh, Friday after 5 o'clock seems to be the way that WWE does things now. They've taken the full corporate route of issuing press conferences after the trading day is over. So uh, we'll see about that one. So, again, uh, keep your eyes peeled to WrestlingObserver.com for any news that may break there. Uh, Some news that Dave uh, added, and and I don't know about broke, but discussed in this week's Wrestling Observer newsletter, which is up for subscribers at F4WOnline.com. He added a little bit to the story of CM Punk and Brian Danielson, which is also going to be another a uh, story that we don't get away from for quite some time, at least until the two of them actually either show up somewhere or don't show up somewhere. Their names are going to get bandied about a lot, but in this week's Observer Newsletter, Dave writes that while no one has been able to confirm either signing, Meltzer said that Brian and AEW have been talking for months and is considering WWE, AEW, and New Japan as his next destination. Now, we we talked about that, uh, Brian and I, we talked about it at length yesterday. 
uh, and why we think that AEW is going to be his landing spot. And Dave goes on to say uh, the reason that we think uh, AEW is going to be his landing spot, and that is because New Japan is still the big X factor. And part of the reason WWE President Nick Khan was trying to get a working relationship going with New Japan but look, I, that's just so far out of the realm of possibility of happening for me that I just, it, it's not even realistic. Number one, New Japan working with WWE. And, you know, it's not easy to work with Japanese companies, especially when they want to maintain control. And when you're as, uh, when you're WWE <laughs> and you've seen the way that they went into business and went into deals with people, I mean, uh, would this work? I just—it's tough for me for me to believe that that could possibly work. Uh, Meltzer goes on to say uh, that a WWE source has told him that informally the belief is that Punk has signed with AEW already. Uh, there's a quote here that goes: "There are a number of things going on behind the scenes that would indicate that, but nobody in AEW has confirmed it. And of course, they won't until the decision is made for them to go public with something of that magnitude." Unquote. He added that WWE previously had no interest in bringing him back, but AEW's interest may have changed that. Well, we've seen them do that before. He also noted that secondary ticket prices for All Out in Chicago have increased 18% since the rumors started, with a get-in price now of $141. So uh, CM Punk may want to mention something about like signing up with Dogecoin because that could definitely use it at this point. But, uh, you know, there you go. Um, it's, uh, again, CM Punk going back to WWE, to see him on Fox covering WWE was amazing enough. Uh, the thought of him in WWE after everything that happened, I mean... You know, he's not going to lose face to me. I mean, I, you got to do what you got to do, you know. I, I, but I just, with everything that happened, with everything that was said, with all of the lawsuits, with all of the money that got spent, with all of the bad, hard feelings that were at play, it just, it, it, it blows me away that we could, be, we could even be considering seeing CM Punk back in WWE. In the wake of W, in the wake, I'm sorry, of AEW's uh, recent and potentially future signings, as my computer uh, fires back up here, the the Tandy 64 that I have, uh, this is up on the front page. Dave Meltzer reported in this week's Wrestling Observer newsletter that WWE is interested in bringing back Braun Strowman. Meltzer didn't offer any other details other than WWE's interest, but Strowman was released in June along with Aleister Black, Lana, Buddy Murphy, Ruby Wright, and Santana Garrett. Black signed with AEW, while Murphy has reportedly had interest from several groups. Another recent out, Andrade El Idolo, of course, has signed with AEW in recent months. Meltzer previously reported Strowman was released because of his contract and feeling internally that he was two years past his peak. Additionally, the presence of other large talents like Omos and Commander Aziz made him expendable. Now, the catch is new Strowman merchandise surprisingly dropped on the WWE shop this week, raising questions as to whether the 37-year-old has re-signed already. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, this is one of those situations if you're Braun Strowman and you want to stay involved in pro wrestling at a high level, I don't know where else he can go. I really don't. Uh, to me, for the money that you would spend and the type of workers that you have, 
it's not like you couldn't carve out a good story for Braun Strowman in AEW under his name Adam Schur or, or whatever name that he would go by. But is he really needed there, especially with all the other names that they have? Not now, no. And then you think about him in other places, and it just doesn't fit in very well, especially with how most indies, you know, kind of have their cards. And does he want to be 911, you know, or Sid Vicious, who just goes out there for a special appearance on the card and goes out and power bombs somebody or choke slams somebody or something like that? He may want to do that. Uh, but do people want to pay that cost <laughs> that he would be offering out there? And uh, I would assume uh, that people that have gone to ask him to be on their shows, it, it is not cheap. Uh, I remember that with Rey Mysterio when he went out there on the scene and you saw some of the prices that he was being asked for or that he was asking for, and most people couldn't do it. And I would assume Braun Strowman's probably in that boat, so... We'll have to see what happens. Him returning to WWE wouldn't surprise me at all. And probably for him, again, to stay in the wrestling business, probably his best bet. We'll get everything sorted here and get back to business when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. 
We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, back on the show. Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. I think we have everything sorted now. No audio issues. More than that, no video issues. Hello, Twitch homies. Salute. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for all everybody out there listening as well. AEW wants to thank you for tuning in on Wednesday night. Third highest rating in the history of the show. These numbers I'm going to read off for you come to you from Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics, whose Patreon page is invaluable for these types of details. Uh, AEW on TNT averaged 1.14 million viewers the most since April 14th and the third highest in the history of the show, which debuted in October of 2019. They were the top-rated non-news show for K- on cable for the second straight week. 575,000 viewers aged 18 to 49, which is about an, a .44 rating. That was the highest since December 9th, 2020, and is the fifth highest in the show's history. Last week, Dynamite had 1.025 million viewers on average, but that was the show that was going head up with the NBA Finals. Compared to last week, total viewership for Wednesday's Dynamite was up 12%, and 18 to 49 was up 11%, and there was not one quarter hour that fell to under a million viewers. They started very strong and remained steady, really, throughout the show. The quarter hours for the show... They went like this, and they're really not that big of a surprise if you pay attention to such things. The show opened with Jericho and Sean Spears, which did 1.114 million. It dipped 36,000 for the next segment where MJF introduced Nick Gage, and we got the Miro promo and the beginning of Kazarian and Gallows. And then it went up huge because that Kazarian and Gallows match, of course, led to Kenny Omega coming out, which led to Hangman Page coming out, which led to the Dark Order coming out. So that deal, along with the promos from Brian Cage and Team Taz about next week's show, and the beginning of Yuta, uh, Wheeler Yuta and Darby Allen, who of course is one of AEW's big ratings uh, boosters anyway, that segment boosted up and did 119,000 people. Over the next several segments, they ended up losing... Uh, about 75,000 people, but they gained most of them back by the end. In, in fact, uh, plus a little bit here. Uh, by the time the show went off the air, 1.181 million viewers for John Moxley and Lance Archer in that Texas death match. So they were rolling along really, really well. There was not one quarter in the show between uh, 18 to 49s that was below 550,000 people. So... 
uh, carving out their niche very well for the second week in a row. Uh, in total viewership, they still don't come close to what Raw and what SmackDown do. Uh, Friday on SmackDown did 2.31 million viewers, uh, which was almost double what, what Dynamite did. Um, but still, very, very good numbers. NXT, I know Brian talked about those numbers a little bit yesterday, about the 709,000 viewers that they did. Uh, but looking at those numbers, you know, seven straight weeks and eight out of the last nine under 700,000 people. And the thing was, when they had this increase that took place towards the end of the show, because the overrun at the end of the show, of course, was the highly, most highly viewed segment. And that segment saw an 80,000 person increase and an average 775,000 viewers, but only a thousand of those 80,000, when you look at the numbers, only a thousand of them were in the 18 to 34 demo. The 18 to 49 number went up 51,000 for that last segment, but only a thousand people between the ages of 30, 18 to 34. And that's amazing to me. That is just a, a wild stat. They have not done well with young people anyway, and that just makes it stick out and glow again. So... Just, uh, you know, again, good for NXT that they're over 700,000 again. They they need to be. That's kind of their, their point right now. Uh, but they've got to figure out a way to get some younger people involved and interested into that show and figure out a way to fire some of those people up. I think they can do it with Swerve Scott. You know, uh, they absolutely can. But, you know, getting him the visibility that he needs, getting Legato de Fantasma, getting MSK, some of those other people, you know, those folks have got, you got to figure out a way to connect those people with some younger fans, uh, big time for sure. New Japan taking place this weekend, or supposed to be taking place. I think it's definitely going to take place. Russell Grand Slam at the Tokyo Dome on Sunday. This is a this has been a bad time for New Japan. Uh, the Olympics are starting. I'm sure everybody is really excited to watch the opening ceremonies tonight. Sure, surely you are. Uh, but uh, they decided to pack a bunch of shows into Tokyo and the surrounding area. Uh, to try to take advantage because usually wrestling promotions stay the hell away from from the Olympics and and that's one thing that New Japan was going to do last year uh, when the Olympics were still slated to take place uh, in, in 2020 was stay away from it because all of the attention is going there. They decided to take a, a hard right turn uh, and decided to go over and instead this year pack a bunch of shows into a small period of time at Corican Hall, and I don't see how that's going to make any sense whatsoever. The Olympics, another state of emergency. I believe this was the fourth one that has been called in Tokyo. Uh, that guaranteed that there would be no fans <laughs> to actually travel to the Olympics to watch anything. We have people going there vaccinated who are now getting sick in the Olympic Village, a couple of athletes as, as well as some others. So, this time in Japan is awful, and it's even more awful for New Japan, who is suffering without Kota Ibushi. There is still a big question mark over whether he is ready to go for Sunday. He's got aspiration pneumonia, which means he inhaled something. He either got sick, literally vomit sick, and inhaled something. He got some sort of nasty bacterial particle into his 
long lining, and he has been so sick that he has not been able to wrestle on any shows. And we are talking about backup plans for this coming Sunday in the IWGP World Heavyweight Title Defense for Shingo Takagi. And it's again, as by the time some of you listen to this show, either on a replay or, or on a podcast, maybe we'll have more of an answer to this. But as of now, there's still a question mark. Who do they replace him with? The obvious answer is Hiroshi Tanahashi. He defeated Shingo on January 30th for the IWGP Never title. He is a big star. He is not booked on the card. He would be the best choice, the absolute best choice. And on top of it, he's a guy that Shingo can beat. He's a guy that Shingo has already beaten in the past anyway. But but Hiroshi Tanahashi does hold that win over him this year. So you, you can play that card. But other than that, who else is there? You know, his big rival is Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay's out. That's why Shingo ended up getting the title in the first place. Uh, Jeff Cobb and Okada, well, they're already wrestling each other on the show. Tomohiro Ishii? Ooh. Now, now he's not booked on the card, and that could be a nice option. The last time they met in a singles match... He defeated Shingo uh, during Block A of the G1 uh, Climax in September, so that could be a name that would fit, but I don't know if I want to beat Ishii in that way. He finally gets an IWGP title defense. It ends up getting thrust upon him, and there's no build to the story, so I, I don't like that one at all because, in my opinion, if you put Ishii in that match, I think he should defeat Shingo, and... I don't think he should defeat Shingo, period, right now. Shingo should not lose that title. Uh, but, but we'll have to see what happens. Um, I know I got Ian on the line. We're going to get to him in a minute. But let me run down the rest of this show. IWGP Tag Team Title Match, Tetsuya Naito and Sonata against Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. getting the belts back. I, I, you know, I don't know what the plan is for the tag team division because, you know, the Good Brothers were supposed to be involved in it. There was supposed to be a, a lot more action taking place, but of course the pandemic is taking care of that. I'll go with Naito and Sonata holding on to those titles. Singles match, uh, Kazuchika Okada and Jeff Cobb. This is the time for Jeff Cobb to get a victory over Kazuchika Okada. Cobb is red hot right now. Uh, he has picked up and is carrying the banner of Will Ospreay's group while he is out. He has looked fantastic and is coming into his own. So uh, if anybody, uh, to me, Jeff Cobb's getting the victory there. Junior heavyweight title, El Desperado and Robbie Eagles. Incredibly bullish on Robbie Eagles. I think he's going to be great, but I think Desperado holds on to the belt. And the IWGP junior heavyweight tag team title match, Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasmo against Ryusuke Taguchi and Rocky Romero, which is really an interesting pairing of the old veterans going up against one brash young guy in El Fantasmo and another crusty old veteran in Taiji Ishimori. I, I would picture Ishimori and Fantasmo holding on to those belts. And i got a lot to get into still coming up on the show, but if you want to give me a call like Ian did, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Ian, what's happening? Uh, hey, Mike. Uh, you know, the thing is, I know Dave has talked about this before, where, like, sometimes, like, in wrestling, the replacement, you know, gets put in, and traditionally, at least in American wrestling, the replacement would go over. But, I mean, like, it's like you said... I don't even think, like, Tanahashi, I guess if he was put in there, like, he could maybe, like, beat, uh, Chica uh, you know, Takagi. I mean, Tanahashi's, like, even though they don't book him to be the top guy anymore, 
he still could be. The fans still see him that way. But, like, if you put Ishii in there, like, there's no way that he should be, like, beating Takagi. At least not in my opinion. I mean, I love Ishii, but, I mean, to be the top guy in New Japan whenever you have, like, Okada still hanging around and Tanahashi and all that, I just don't think that'd be, like, the best thing to do, in my opinion. Well, Ian, you know what? I got thoughts on those thoughts, and I'm going to present them to everybody coming up after the break here on Wrestling Observer Live. If the pandemic's taught us anything, it's that the easiest way for germs to get into your body is the nose. We all know how to wash our hands, but how do you clean your nose? For over 2 million Americans, the answer is Navage Nasal Care. Navage uses powered suction to flush out allergens, mucus, and germs that cause congestion, colds, and flu, so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. Better yet, Navage is all-natural and drug-free. That's why one of America's top respiratory hospitals recommends nasal irrigation to stay healthy, explaining that bacteria and viruses thrive in warm and moist environments and that you can wash away those germs so they don't make your nose their home. Experience Navage at zero risk. Go to Navage.com, buy Navage, and use it for a month. If you're not delighted, return it for a full refund. There's nothing to lose and a lifetime of better breathing to gain. Also available at Target, Walgreens, CVS, Bed Bath, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912, 800-403-5912, 800-403-5912, that's 800-403-5912. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
back on the show. Mike Sempervivi here with your Wrestling Observer Live. Brian Alvarez taking the day off. He'll be back with me on Sunday to go through what's been taking place over the weekend in professional wrestling and mixed martial arts, including New Japan, Grand Slam at the Tokyo Dome, (laughs) which may or may not feature Kota Ibushi in the main event. Uh, Ian brought up Tomohiro Ishii and the adventures of... If you were to put him in a match with Shingo, here's the deal with that. Whether you were going to beat Ishii or whether you were going to have him uh, finally uh, get the elusive IWGP Heavyweight Championship, um, either way, you need a story. And either way, to throw him in there as a a last-minute guy, um, no. The only way that works is if he beats Shingo And the reality is, even though he can have great matches just like Shingo can with everybody on that roster, Shingo can do it in a more exciting way. And that belt has been bounced around from person to person for a lot of different reasons. They went with the evil experiment. It died. They've tried Jay White a couple of times, but obviously one of those times was because Kenny Omega left. It's not his time to have a long reign with that belt, so he's out of the picture. Uh, You know, you look at some of the other names, and it's just like, you know, who would you really want to have hold that belt right now? Uh, you know, Will Ospreay getting hurt. It's just, it needs stability. That company needs stability. That country needs stability right now when it when it comes to COVID. And until that happens, I see no reason to take the belt off of Shingo. Whether you have to get some creative, you got to do something. Look, it's obvious. These five-match shows that they've been having, these five-match big shows, it makes sense because it always gives you the opportunity to leave somebody off for a situation of somebody either getting sick or getting injured. And obviously nobody could have saw this coming with Kota Ibushi. Okay, getting COVID would have been one thing. To get the COVID vaccine, to be fully vaccinated, and then getting pneumonia right after getting the shots and something totally unrelated, it's just you throw your hands up if you're a New Japan fan or in New Japan, and you go, oh, God, you know what else is it going to be? But with Ishii, you need a story. You need a long run. And I think Tanahashi much like Okada going into the vacant title match with Shingo, much like that, it's the best move to make because if they take an L, nothing happens. Nobody misses a beat. Nobody takes, you know, nobody loses anything in that whatsoever. So I think that's the direction that they should go. Should they put more weight on Hiromu Takahashi as he begins his comeback? Maybe. You know, for a long time, people have talked about Hiromu Takahashi busting out of the junior heavyweight division and being a heavyweight star. The crowd reactions he gets uh, tells you that that should be the case. And at some point, that is going to be the case. But he's had a lot of unfortunate injuries over the last couple of years. And he's coming back from being out with a torn left pectoral muscle. Uh, Hiromu tweeted out yesterday that the doctor gave him permission to return. He said, let's go crazy again. And then typed out, fee. There were a lot more E's, though. I don't, I don't know what that means. But uh, the New Japan Global Twitter account uh, quoted the tweet and said, well, somebody's clear. So Hiromu Takahashi coming back. Does he make an appearance coming up on Sunday's show? It's possible. Uh, how long has he been working out or been ready to go? That's questionable because you, you can't tear your left pec. 
and just roll back in there and be ready to go. So has he been training for a while and been cleared for a while and it's just been announced? Don't know, but if that's not the case and he just got cleared, uh, don't plan on seeing Hiro move probably for, for quite some time. He was injured in February at the Road to Castle uh, attack event, and that forced him to relinquish the IWGP uh, Junior Heavyweight Championship that El Desperado ended up winning, and he continues to hold on to and, of course, will face Robbie Eagles coming up this Sunday. Uh, you know, the big question about Hiromu is just going to be his durability as time goes on. Obviously, he has come back in fantastic form after breaking his neck in 2018. But, you know, he's been one of those guys his whole career where you look at him in the style that he works and you question, all right, how many <laughs> how many checks you got on your bump card? You know, and he has been very lucky to... I mean, he escaped death. He escaped paralysis. And for him to be back in the ring, it's a miracle. So, you know, hopefully he continues to stay healthy. He continues to stay strong. And even in these times where New Japan needs all of the help that they can get, that he takes the time that he needs to and rehabs that torn left pec and is able to come back in a, in a smart time frame and doesn't push anything or do something where he ends up getting hurt and getting put out again. Uh, speaking about getting put out, was that for a terrible segue? The Velveteen Dream got booked and unbooked in the span of two hours yesterday. I was uh, I didn't hear this till this morning, but uh, Velveteen Dream's planned return to the Indies was a short one, as a promotion announced his return and canceled it on Wednesday night. New Jersey-based SWF initially announced that Dream, just Dream. Uh, Patrick Clark, his, his, his government name there, would be at the September 11th Home Sweet Home event in Toms River, New Jersey. It was set to be his first appearance since being released in May and his first match since December of 2020. Within two hours, the indie group's owner tweeted the following, quote, Tonight we announced Velveteen Dream would be appearing at our Sweet Home, Sweet Home event. I believe that any man can be slandered and have been through other situations in my life unrelated but untrue. After careful consideration, Dream has been removed, unquote. That was a terrible statement. Sure, I read it terribly, but that's just still a bad statement. And that's a bad look. And you knew it was going to be a bad look because he didn't allow reprise in the tweet. And apparently when they tweeted out that Patrick Clark was going to be on the show, they didn't allow replies there either. So he's only 25 years old. And... I don't know what his options are outside of this country, uh, but for a long time, uh, with the way the environment is here, if he wants to stay involved in wrestling, he may have to go. He may have to go somewhere else. Uh, he's a very young guy, but with everything that has been levied against him, uh, everything that has been said about him, he has been accused of, and all that, um, even though... Uh, he is technically free to work anywhere. I, you know, at least for the the near future, what's he going to do? Where is he going to work that will not get the same you know type of response? I mean, most of the big places, obviously, I don't know what SWF is. No offense to them, but you know, I it's not a big promotion. It's not like you know Defy or AAW or GCW or something like that. You know, it's a it's a small group in New Jersey, and they took the heat. So. He's going to be in some. He's got a long way to go as far as trying to trying to rehab his image and trying to fix 
anything that may have taken place in his life to uh, to, to try to come back if he wants to be in the wrestling world. Uh, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, we got a rematch of one of 2020's best matches that is going to be taking place, and this had been a match that was slated for a couple of weeks ago, but unfortunately had to be postponed. But thank God it is not going to be any longer. Walter will defend the NXT UK Championship against Ela Dragunov at TakeOver 36 on Sunday, August 22nd. This is the show that is taking place one day after... Uh, SummerSlam, which is taking place at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas on the same night of the Pacquiao fight, Saturday night, August 21st. Uh, the match was supposed to actually be on uh, the UK episode debuting this week, but Walter suffered an injury to his left hand and unfortunately had to pull out. There was a video that was put out that aired on NXT UK with Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and William Regal where they announced the new date for Walter and Dragunov. So that's awesome because they had a five-star match that some people actually believed was outright the match of the year. It was certainly in the conversation. And, you know, if you say it was in the top ten matches of the year, you're not slighting anybody because there were so many great matches, and there's so many great matches that take place all the time now. It's just absolutely incredible where the talent level is at with these guys all over the place. And they're going to have a banger again, and that's going to be one of the uh, really the the focus pieces on on Takeover. Which you know, some people have kind of you know felt some kind of way about Takeover. Has it lost some of its edge along with the rest of NXT? You know, do, do these shows feel as exciting as they they normally do going into them? Maybe not, but as the last show proved, they're still usually great because when the talent is allowed to go out there and kick ass. You know, that's exactly what they do. They do that, and they take names doing it. And sometimes the matches go too long. Sometimes they may do too much. Uh, but for the most part, everything makes sense, and you get your money's worth out of, out of sitting there and watching those shows. Speaking of SummerSlam, we're back into the movie business. If you're WWE, they've announced a partnership with Iconic Events, releasing to bring SummerSlam to movie theaters for the first time nationwide. Uh, it's also going to air live on Peacock and on pay-per-view, of course. So they are going to be doing that and kind of helping boost the movie business here a little bit. Everything seems to be streaming and uh, opening on big screens anyway. We've seen you know, UFC be in t inside movie theaters for a long time. Boxing always dips their toes into it every once in a while. You get a big fight like a Mayweather or a Pacquiao or something like that. Uh, they do it as well, too. So WWE uh, getting back stronger into that business. I didn't get a chance to see Impact yet. I know we're going to be reviewing Impact, so I'm going to make sure I watch it this weekend coming up. But uh, a little note from Impact. Kira Hogan, who I have liked her team with Tasha Steeles. I just think they, they looked good together. I thought it was, a, it was a cool team. Well, the team is no more, and they dropped the Knockouts Tag Team title this past Sunday. And Kira Hogan took the fall to Jessica Havoc's Tombstone Piledriver. And the reason for that is because Kira Hogan is going to be leaving. As she announced on social media yesterday, the question is, where does she go? I would assume WWE and AEW both have a good level of interest in her. Uh, it, it, wherever it fits better for her and her life, that's where I hope she goes as a fan. I hope she goes to AEW. I think she'd be a, a nice fit there. She's got some experience uh, kind of a lot of experience now in relation to some of the women that are actually in AEW, so should be a nice addition to that roster. Plus, if I'm not mistaken, I believe she is still going out with Deontay. 
who was signed with AEW. So if you're looking at uh, a personal connection there that may be the final decision, hey, why not that one? There are girlfriends there, so even a better reason to come sign on board with AEW. So we'll have to see what, what kind of takes place there. And again, a ton of stuff that's going to be taking place this weekend. GCW is this weekend. I got to get this in before we go. Two days available on Fight TV. You can buy a bundle package. Also running this weekend in conjunction with these shows, Jersey Championship Wrestling will air on GCW's YouTube channel at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday. Homecoming Part 1 takes place at 8 o'clock. House of Hardcore is going to run a show that only live fans will be able to see for now. It is being taped to air on IWTV later on. That takes place at noon, with Homecoming Part 2 taking place at 5 p.m., Obviously, the big match taking place night one, Matt Cardona, the former Zack Ryder, against Nick freaking Gage. <laughs> Nick Gage. And there are, I believe, eight matches scheduled for night one. There are seven matches scheduled for night two. Nick Gage is the GCW champion. Could he lose that title to Matt Cardona before he goes to Dynamite? Does he kill Matt Cardona with a pizza cutter? That's possible. Does Kenny Omega show up? What happens? I keep throwing the name of Kenny Omega out there. It could be anybody that gets involved in that match. God knows what could take place, but it is going to be wild. Ultraviolent Championship Max, Alex Cologne, who's probably the best deathmatch wrestler in North America, against Drew Parker, Two Cold Scorpio, and Grim Reaper, and a bunch of other matches. We'll get into a little bit more after the break. I'm Mike Sempervivi, Wrestling Observer Live. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. 1759. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. A little short segment we got going on here. You don't know how bad I wanted to talk about Oklahoma and Texas leaving the Big 12 for the uh, SEC. Seriously, we're going to end up, there's like 130 teams in D1 college football. We're going to end up with like, Five twenty-five team divisions or something like that. It's just going to be completely ridiculous. Maybe they'll add like more teams, and then we'll have like seven twenty-team divisions or something. It's just absolutely insanity. A uh, different type of insanity that's going to be taking place on this GCW Homecoming weekend. A lot of names back. Penelope Ford uh, was announced for Sunday show, facing off against Ali Ali Catch, uh, Ali Cat, uh, Chris Dickinson against Cesar Bononi. Actually, Bononi debuting in GCW. A name on the surface that is is kind of wacky, but I I think about him and. In Josh Barnett's blood sport, I think about him possibly in New Japan or migrating over to Japan in some way because of his background. You know, he's got a lot better shot over there and in those types of scenes than he certainly would have had in WWE in his time in NXT. So a lot of wild stuff taking place. Jonathan Gresham will be facing off against Starboy, Starboy Charlie. And Joey Janela right now against Atticus Kogar is the main event of Homecoming Part 2 on Sunday night. Will that change? depending on what takes place with Nick Gage and Matt Cardona coming up on Saturday's show, which begins at 8 p.m. on Fight TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you very much for joining me today. As I mentioned, we are here with you every single day, seven days a week. And if you want more of all of us, you can find it over at F4WOnline.com. Only $12.99 a month. Well worth your investment. Wrestling Observer Newsletter. All that stuff, a zillion and one podcast, including this one, all the archives of it. And I want to thank producer Scott. I want to thank Brian, wherever he is right now. I want to thank producer Jared, working the video and dealing with what I had to deal with during the opening segment. 
And I want to thank all of you for joining me today. I will talk to you again. I saw that, Jared. I will talk to you all again after a while. Enjoy your weekends.